Hey friend, I'm Michael McCurry, and you are listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio program. Today, you and I have the opportunity to dive back into the first book of the Bible, specifically Genesis chapter 18. I'd ask you to join me there for just a moment. Before we do that, though, let me tell you about a gospel tract. You may be wondering, you may be asking yourself, why is it, Brother Micah, that you're always talking about Bible tracts incorporated? Why are you always talking about gospel tracts? Well, because I hear on an almost daily basis, for sure a weekly basis, the efficacy the impact of gospel tracts, just like the one I'm holding in my hand right now. This gospel tract is called Writing the Religious Merry-Go-Round. I had the opportunity not too long ago to be a part of a fair outreach, meaning I went to a fair and I was helping a church actually up in the Rockford area, northern Illinois area, and from Wednesday through Saturday, we had a booth there at the fair, and we were witnessing to folks. We were letting them know about the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. We had some interesting things, some things to catch people's eye, to possibly engage them in conversation. We may talk about those things in future and what great tools they are for the gospel's sake. But that day, uh, let's see, it was on Wednesday. I'm sorry, Thursday. I'm trying to get my days uh, squared away here. It was on Thursday. Had the opportunity to lead two young people, 17, 18 years old or so, Sebastian and Destiny. They came up and we were talking to them and talked to them about for about a minute or so before had the opportunity, they showed interest in the gospel. And so if they're showing interest in giving me an open door, I, Lord willing, am going to walk through it every time. And one minute turned into five, five turned into 10, 10 turned into 15. And about 15 or 20 minutes after we first began talking to Sebastian and Destiny, they bowed their heads and accepted Christ as their Lord and Savior. I was just thinking, you know, right across on the other side in the midway of that fairground was a merry-go-round and a Ferris wheel and all those amazing types of things. But talking to Sebastian and talking to Destiny, it became apparent very quickly that they were simply riding the religious merry-go-round. In this gospel tract right here, it talks about that very topic. It begins with this statement, merry-go-rounds are fun to ride, but they don't take you anywhere. Think about that. When you get on a merry-go-round, you just go in circles and in circles and around and around. Many, it says, many people are attempting to reach heaven by merry-go-rounds, but it is futile. And it, it endeavors, it encourages the reader of this gospel tract to read on to discover the real way to gain eternal life. And it tells you that good works cannot save, religion cannot save, sincerity cannot save. Friend, there is only one way to heaven. That way is Jesus Christ. We've talked this week on the the Bible Tract Echoes radio program about the fact that God wants to use you. And Monday and Tuesday and Wednesday, we really went deep into the concept of in spite of our disabilities, God wants to use us. We talked yesterday about the fact that in spite of the fact that we may distrust God, uh, we may not trust him enough, I should say, God still wants to be made known in and through our lives. And we asked the question, have you trusted Christ for eternity? If you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, that's something you can settle 
today. Towards the end of the broadcast, I'm going to tell you how you can contact me because I would love to hear from you. If that's your case right now, and you knew if you slipped off into eternity, you've never trusted Christ as your Savior, we can get that settled today. So we talked disability, distrust. How about dark times? Turn to the book of Genesis with me for just a moment. The book of Genesis, and let's look at chapter number, oh, we'll look at chapter number 18. You recall what we talked about in previous days about the fact that Abraham was told in chapter 17 that he was going to have a son, a son named Isaac. And he laughed actually at the idea, literally laughed out loud. And then in verse number, let's see here, verse number nine of chapter 18, and they, God speaking, said unto him, unto Abraham, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, behold, in the tent. And he said, I will certainly return unto thee according to the time of life. And lo, Sarah thy wife shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent door which was behind him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age, and it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of woman. Therefore Sarah laughed within herself. Now, we don't know the entirety of the reasons why she laughed, except for the fact that she then goes on to say that she's she considered herself old, and she thought, am I going to have the pleasure of having a child? Is that really going to happen? Can I tell you, in spite of the disability that Sarah perceived about herself, her old age, in spite of the disabilities that you perceive about yourself, you fill in the blank with whatever it is you think holds you back from doing something for God, realize God wants to use you. Realize as well, even though oftentimes we and I don't trust God to the level that we should, God still wants to use us. But today, let's talk about this fact. In spite of dark times, God wants to use us. Do you realize if you look here, uh, Genesis chapter 18, and then you flip maybe one page to your right, you know what you find? The very sad the very tragic account in Genesis chapter 19 of the destruction of some places called Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, I've heard preachers wax eloquent on the similarities between Sodom and Gomorrah and the current state of our union of the United States of America and really the state of our world. And while there are some parallels to draw, most assuredly, I would say this, God has seen fit even in these latter days to bless the United States of America. The fact that we still have the opportunity for, for you to listen to a broadcast like this without fear of the police busting down your door because you're listening to to Christian radio, as is the case in some other countries. The fact that many of us freely assemble on a Sunday morning, a Sunday night for church services, and again can do it without fear of reprisal. This nation is still very much in its fabric, maybe not overtly, unfortunately, but in its foundation and in its fabric and in its faith is still very much a Christian nation. Not all is gloom and doom. While there are many things to be bothered by as Christians to be even irritated by and things, for instance, whether it be abortion or many of these other issues that you and I very likely because of the Bible would disagree with. But can I tell you, friend, in spite of all of that and all the good things I'm saying about America, these are, of course, dark times. I'd be a fool to say anything otherwise. Spiritually speaking, we are living in one of the dimmest times in human recollection, at least during yours and my lifetime. It's dark times, sure. But think back to that time frame that Abraham and Sarah got this good news of being visited by God 
and the news that they would have a child, a child that would go on to be the father of many nations, to be the father of the Israelite people, Isaac. Think about that. But they got it at a time when they were some of the only people that served and followed Jehovah God. I understand that right now you may be one of the few people on your street, one of the few people in your town that believes in Almighty God and believes that you should do what he wants you to do. But in spite of that, in spite of the fact that these may be dark times, I told you at the beginning of this week, one of my desires this week is to be an encouragement. Can I tell you, friend, in spite of dark times, God wants to use you. What an amazing thought. The Bible tells us that if we keep silent, if, if we shut our lips, then it's very likely that the rocks themselves would cry out and praise to God. Friend, can I encourage you to praise God? Can I encourage you to be willing to be used of God? He's blessed us so mightily to think that we have the opportunity to hold God's word in our hands. What a joy to be able to display it, to be able to talk about it, to be able to discuss it, to even be able to debate it. The opportunity to hold this book, the Bible, this old book that was given to us so so many years ago, the opportunity to hold it and treasure it, the ability to follow it. There are very few laws on the books, even in current days, that are in and of themselves evil. We hear about most of them. They get more press than the rest of them. But at the same time, we live in a very blessed time of life, very blessed time in history. And even in these dark days that, yes, you and I may struggle with, friend, can I tell you, God wants to use you. I say it this way, the need for the gospel is greater today than it was yesterday. You say, why is that? Why is the need of the gospel greater today than it was yesterday? Because Christ's coming is closer today than it was yesterday. And today, everyone is one day closer to eternity. And it very well may be that you will be one of the last opportunities, the last candles, the last lights that someone sees on their way to potentially eternal darkness. I pray that that's not the case. I pray that you and I do our part to reach people before they slip off into eternal darkness. Friend, May I encourage you to be used of God in spite of disability, in spite of maybe what could be called distrust. Would you have faith enough in God in spite of dark times? Would you trust God? Would you allow him to use you? I'm so encouraged by the blessings of God, not only among me personally, but also on our ministry. On that note, as we transition and close out this radio broadcast for this week, let me encourage you to consider joining us, even virtually, if you can't come physically, but be a part of our grand opening of our brand new property here in Odell, Illinois. Now, I mentioned, made mention earlier, if you don't know Christ as your Savior, if you have questions about where you will spend eternity, you can contact me. Now, maybe you just have questions about the grand opening. Maybe you want to know how to come to Odell, Illinois. I'd love to hear from you. But maybe you want to know how to get to heaven. 
Maybe you don't know Christ as your eternal Lord and Savior. You can contact me this way. I'll give you a phone number that you can text right now. I'll give it to you real slow. You ready? 309-316-7240. Again, that number is 309 316 Zero. We're going to have a great time at the grand opening, but we're going to have an even better time in heaven. More important than you coming to our grand opening is where you'll spend eternity. I'd love to hear from you. If you have more questions or you need an alternative way to contact us, the announcer will come on in just a moment to tell you all about how you can get a hold of our ministry at Bible Tracks Incorporated. I thank you so much for listening today. Thank you so much for engaging with your ears with what you heard. My prayer is that you have a great day for His glory. We'll talk to you all very soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. 6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois 60420. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.